Hey, 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 how's it going? Oliver Carlin here. And I'm about to jump into a podcast with Patrick Moore, who is the president of a company called Microdose, who's hosting a massive event on the psychedelics space in Miami next month, which I'm speaking at, so I'm super excited. And Patrick and his companies are on a mission to build a community. And if you know me, you know I'm all about community. It's one of the biggest parts of mental health is finding your community and who is your community and how do you find them? Well, Patrick has bought, put in a lot of effort. He's had people like Paul Stamets, Mike Tyson, and so many other well-known public figures speaking at these events and helping to build a thorough, amazing community of thoughtful leaders in the psychedelic space. So if you're interested in getting more involved with your community or building your community or even find out who your community is in which you could probably lead later, or if you're just wanting to find your own, how do you fit into the psychedelic space, then check out this podcast with Patrick right now. So the big question is this, with over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. Patrick, thanks for joining me on the Curative Mushrooms podcast today. Thanks for being here. How, how's everything going? It is going full steam ahead. We're at uh, three weeks out from Wonderland. So this is when, you know, everyone's busy and things are coming together. And thank you for having me on the podcast and uh, for coming on board as a sponsor of Wonderland. We're excited to host you. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to... Um... I'm excited to be there. I mean, I've never been to a, a Wonderland event, but um, from what what I've heard about it from the other places I've been and then what I've seen on your videos and stuff from your past event, I mean, it looks like an incredible, an incredible event that you guys are putting on in Miami, right? <clears throat> I like to, I like to think so. Yeah. Thank you for the kind words. Good to hear uh, that you've heard good feedback and yeah, it will be in Miami. It's uh going to take place at the ice palace film studios this year we got a new venue i think this will be the best one yet um and it'll be taking place November 9th to 11th in miami 9th to 11th yeah that's right around the corner yeah i'm excited because we're gonna we're gonna be there too and thanks for having us on to you know put on some cool um you know workshops and stuff to help you know, for what we do, helping people with growing mushrooms and stuff. So I appreciate that. I think uh, there's a lot to be gained from an event like this. I, and it's kind of different, right, than other events that that I've um, I've, I've been to. Um, what what do you think makes this event different from um, a lot of the other psychedelic events that are going on? Yeah, I mean. Uh, we, we really focus and I think what, where we're trying to differentiate is, you know, not just having an event. Um, we, we focus on providing an experience. Um, so we, we, we go really hard in the paint on, you know, the extracurriculars. Obviously, we have the, the standard, you know, the booth area, 
Uh, we'll have three stages this year, over 200 speakers and that kind of thing. But try and go above and beyond to, I mean, really what are, what are events about? It's obviously business, but, you know, community and networking and crafting, you know, meaningful, long-lasting relationships. So that's, that's where we aim to excel. We do a lot of experiential activations, uh, workshops, you know, like, like what you'll be leading a lot of, you know, focus on community. We've got the, the, uh, you know, community area, uh, of startup village and, you know, after parties, both hosted by ourselves, but also, you know, people throw their own parties. They'll, they'll be happening throughout the evenings, uh, Wednesday to Saturday, um, Sunday, you've, uh, sponsored a, a new addition to the roster this year with the psychedelic soccer Sunday. So, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, ab above just the hardline content and you know, that kind of thing, there's, there's really opportunities for people to get to know each other as humans. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people, you know, re retain a lot of value from the event because, you know, that's, that's, what's important. We've had some really cool shares uh about you know it's, it's hard to kind of like measure a hard R roi from from you know coming out to an event but mm -hmm. people have closed financing rounds and struck up you know joint ventures and partnerships found their you know business partner there um two of my friends actually at the first wonderland at the after party uh the, the saturday night uh or maybe it was a Wednesday or Thursday. Anyways, they found out that, you know, through lineage in Bulgaria, where I'm currently sitting right now, uh, they were actually related, uh, you know, distant, distant cousins. And it was like this magical, oh, wow, you know, moment like that. And wow, you know, people awesome. have, people have met their significant others there. Um, wow. Just, just, you know, that, that's the magic. That Life changing stuff for people. Yeah. yeah just, exactly. come event, just come and do an event, you know, and change your life. Bingo. Yeah. And, and really it's, you know, it's up to you to forge those relationships and, and, you know, meet people and be outgoing and social and that kind of thing. But we, we really try to do our best to provide that container. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And you touched on some good stuff as far as like the people that are coming and what they're coming for. Like who, who did you design this event for? Like, who is like, like the way, I guess, did you tailor it for like a specific type of person that you're looking for? Or is it kind of broad and open to really anything and everything? Yeah. I mean, it is, it is definitely, you know, all encompassing in terms of content and, and, and opportunity. Uh, I mean, our positioning within the psychedelic ecosystem is definitely on the business side. Um, you know, it, it sort of, top top level breakdown of attendees we did an exit poll last year and 58 percent identified as decision makers within the organization um so it is b2b it is focused on the business of psychedelics um you know lots of investors uh medical clinicians industry operators c-suite executives that kind of thing but there's there's something for everyone here um this year we've integrated into the you know rather than sticking with uh, specifically psychedelics we've decided to take a broader ranging wellness approach to wonderland so we integrated longevity and mental health as well you know pan uh, psychedelics are not a panacea and and we don't profess them as such but 
they are life-changing medicines. Um, there's also other parts of changing your life that are equally valid and important. Lifestyle design, you know, working out, eating right, meditating, mindfulness, taking care of yourself. So yeah, the focus is on people that are working within these industries to help other people make their lives, you know, better, happier, more functional place to be. So it's a, it's a good place for if someone's interested in getting involved with business in the psychedelic space, this would be a great event for them to attend because it's really made kind of at that level. Now, what if you're, um, what if you're just, you don't even know, you just want to learn more about psychedelics because there is a lot of people that just want more information. Is this a good place for them to go to just to learn? Yes. And I am biased, but absolutely. We got, you know, thought leaders from every category, over 200, you know, speakers that, that, that are really experts in their domain. Uh, there's networking areas and, and, and all sorts of things. So it is, it is a high level, you know, really educational place to be. The, the content that's featured on stage is very, uh, very, very cutting edge. You know, we, we always try and curate the programming to make sure that we're kind of really, you know, where, where are people leading? Where are people, you know, trying to reshape and reframe how things traditionally work? Um, yeah. And then, I mean, even if you're somebody that's curious, you know, just poking around, trying to learn a little bit more, uh, lots of options on the table. We have different tiers of tickets ranging from standard to business to VIP, you know, depending on what level of access you want, there's accredited investor tickets. Uh, there's also weekend only tickets, you know, if you don't want to really dive in head first, but you want to kind of, you know, come for a sample and get ready to come back for all three days next year, there's a, there's a more accessible tier there. Uh, we also do a number of scholarships. We've we've given out hundreds of scholarships throughout the years to Wonderland to make sure that those that may not necessarily have the access or the means to attend, but are really you know passionate about the the subject matter. We want to make sure that we um, do our best job to eliminate financial barriers there as well. Um, you know, donated tons of sponsorships to to nonprofits and charities, and you know, like. There's, there's the necessity, obviously, to focus on the bottom line, but then there's the human bottom line that's equally, if not more important. Um, and so we, we try to make sure that there's a lot of balance. That's awesome that you're doing that and making it at that level and then still making options available for people who can't afford it. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I noticed you also do, uh, you have like, you even offer veterans. I know for me, we got a lot of veterans that, that are interested in psychedelics and stuff. So you even offer some discounts for veterans, I believe, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's a there's a heavy focus in the psychedelic medicine ecosystem um, on on veterans, and you know they're they're uh, a section of the population that can actually benefit from these uh, you know new modalities the most. Um, you know, leaders such as. Maps have really, uh, you know, done the work to to make sure that veterans can access life saving medication, DMA um, for PTSD, uh, and and so, you know, it's we're we're standing on the shoulders of giants here, absolutely, both in a societal 
context, but also just, you know, our positioning. We're, we're a four-year-old company. We're a crappy startup, you know, figuring it out. But those who have come before us and paved the way and, um, you know, really done that hard work and made those difficult choices in, in support and benefit of others uh, down the road, I think it's, it's important to honor that. Um, personally, I, I volunteer as a director on the board of the Heroic Hearts Project Canada as well. Shout out to the Heroic Hearts Project Canada. Donate now. You can help save veterans' lives. Um, and it's, 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 it's meaningful to, you know, just sort of dig in and honor those that have sacrificed everything for, you know, freedom and where, where we are. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Thanks for that. And, um, so what, what is it that, um, like you do, you're the CEO, right? Of, uh, Microdose. I'm the I'm the president, yeah. So I do a lot of the you know business development, industry relations, partnership alignments, that kind of thing. I, I'm top of funnel, and I talk a lot. <laughs> got you, got you. And uh, so, how did you how did you get into um, you know psychedelics? Like, what what's your background with all this stuff? Personally, uh, my first psychedelic experience was just over a decade ago. I went to London for the 2012 Olympics and uh, curtailed over to Amsterdam after that with uh, somebody that's very close to me. Um, and we did truffles in, in Amsterdam in a legal and safe capacity, hanging out in Vondel Park. And it just, wow, did that ever open my mind to like, this stuff's powerful, you know, see, see the world a different way. Uh, professionally, I've, I've kind of gone in sprints uh, for like three or four year periods between uh, careers, ultimately always trying to fuse, you know, the passion, purpose and profit intersection to do meaningful work that, you know, what's the quote, if you know, work a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life kind of thing. And, I don't know if that's necessarily true. It's, you know, <laughs> sometimes you love the thing so much it's painful, but, um, but yeah, I was a photographer early on. I took two years off outside of high school to really, you know, figure out what, what was the itch I couldn't scratch. And, and that turned out to be photography. Um, throughout that career, I, I took an interest in the cannabis industry and started uh, trading penny stocks like a degenerate and, <laughs> yeah, made enough uh, off that to, you know, jump off with a parachute. And obviously there was the downside of the market crumbling. But, uh, you know, in the meantime, I, 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 I so I quit that job. And I the next day I kind of looked around and I was like, oh, I just quit my job. Like, what's what are we doing here? <laughs> and so I, you know, I, I, I went through a psilocybin experience where it was very, uh you know meaningful to me personally and i wanted to borderline interrogate myself as to you know what are you good at what brings you meaning you know what's important in life how can i fuse all this and and forge forward in a career path you know i was inspired by the likes of uh tim ferris and elon musk at the time that were just like carving out their own lanes and doing what they thought was in betterment to humanity. And I, you know, throughout that experience landed on ethics and image and, uh, towards the, the tail end, I enjoyed a little bit of cannabis and I climbed a tree and I realized it was, 
you know, trees. Trees are very important to me and important to the world. And so it was Ethical Image, it was a cannabis content creative agency that we operated in Canada to help brands with, uh, you know, photo, video, graphic web, all, all, all sorts of things. Um, yeah, I did that for a number of years with my business partner, Connor. And uh, towards the, the tail end of that, the cannabis industry experienced pretty strong headwinds. And, you know, I was looking for what, what might be a good opportunity. You know, we were cutting our teeth on entrepreneurship and it was tough. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what they say about entrepreneurship isn't wrong. It seems like everyone in the cannabis industry had to go through that shift or something, right? <laughs> oh yeah, big time. I mean, it's and and that's like a natural evolution of emerging industries. You know, you're you're pounding the pavement. You're trying to create new new structures and new new ways of operating. Um, and yeah, I mean, just around that time when everything was kind of shit was hitting the fan in cannabis, I saw the emergence of the psychedelic medicine space and. You know, the one of the first posts by Microdose, I saw that and I reached out and I was like, all right, we'll put us to work. We'll do good. And not nonstop ever since. Wow, wow, cool. And what what did you what's microdose about? Like what what is uh I, I've seen a lot of cool stuff on there. You do like finance and there's a lot of education on the news of psychedelics. Um what what's the um what's your goal with the microdose site? Yeah, I mean, like our, our, our mission statement is to shift the world's perception of psychedelic medicine. Uh, and so in, in doing that, you know, it's media, content, events, um, really getting getting important information in front of, you know, the right eyeballs, both, you know, people that are already mission aligned and trying to stay up to date, but also, you know, publishing things that might help change other people's minds. Um so the microdose website is really, uh, you know, leading, uh, breaking news, uh, industry research, different company announcements and profiles and, and that kind of thing. And we've got a couple other um, programs that we operate, one of them being the, the science of psychedelics.com. And that's a CME and CE uh, accredited training course for medical professionals that, you know, they, they want to get a little one-on-one understanding of, of what psychedelic medicine is and, you know, should I incorporate these into my practice, that kind of thing. Uh, we've done some industry, well, and industry report in the past. Um, we, we do some you know, media and PR just sort of helping people get the word out about that thing. But yeah, ultimately Wonderland is a, is a key flagship focus for us and it consumes a, a lot of the bandwidth for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, you know, I love what you're doing and what, you know, a lot of what I've talked to a lot of people doing these things and just spreading the awareness, you know, about these things is really a big part of it, right? Because people need to be aware and having a site you can trust the content being reliable is a big deal these days, especially I think because it's new. This is, I know it's been around for thousands of years, but it's like, it's like new to us, right? People aren't, they don't know about it yet. So. Yeah. I mean, storytelling is what builds humanity. It built, it built religion, it built spirituality, it built politics, it builds corporations. Like the story that you tell yourself and others ultimately dictates 
your your path forward in life i mean you know the the manifestation is is a real thing i think um and so that's a that's kind of a piece of why these medicines are so important manifest like what does that mean to you i know a lot of people use the word a lot but you believe in this what what does manifest mean to you I mean, yeah, it's definitely used a lot and it's, it can be abused, <laughs> you know, um, but ultimately, and it's, and it's, sometimes it's really hard to like fundamentally be in a manifestation mindset, you know, versus scarcity and abundance. I've gone through periods of both in my life. Um, it's, it's your, your, your thoughts determine your actions, your actions determine your results and your results kind of determine your, you know, your destiny or your character or whatever. So to me, manifestation is, is the mind state and the mind frame that you put into your everyday actions. You know, some, some people will think it's like, Oh, if I just like think about, you know, being a millionaire or, you know, a supermodel or whatever, it'll just come through because I'm manifesting it. It's not, it's not the way it works. You know, you still have to like, do a tremendous amount of work. Um, yeah. That's the part that people don't realize. They think they yeah. just gonna think about it and it's just going to magically pop up in the backyard. <laughs> so. No, exactly. But it's like, it's, if you don't, believe like it can happen and it's achievable and that kind of thing. If you're doubting yourself and you're, you're in a, you know, non-ideal context and frame of mind, like here's, here's a quote that I, I really like. There's two types of people in this world. Those who think they can, and those who think they can't both are usually right. I like, yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's One that's of kind favorites. of what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it means basically whatever you want to believe is, is going to be true for you. It's going to be your reality. While if someone else believes something else, that's going to be their reality. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and there's, and there's, <laughs> yeah. There, I, I saw a graphic on Twitter of like uh, truth, you know, and it was three different versions of, you know, like <laughs> so it was circles like this, like this, like this. And you can see it from this angle. You can see it from up top or you can see it from the side. Yeah. It's the same thing. You're just looking at it three different ways, you yeah. know? So yeah. like truth is, what is the truth? I don't know. It depends on how you're looking that's at what, it. That's what worries me. Cause I'm like, if my truth just changes every time I believe it differently, that means if I learn something new, my belief might change about that. You know what I mean? And well, so kind of the point of growth as a human, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an amazing yeah. thing. It's an amazing thing. I love that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a quotes guy. I'm like, I just, I live by them. I, I know what they say. I barely ever know who said them, but another good one is, uh, if you don't like the things you see, you change the way you see things. Mm. I love how they all, they make you take personal responsibility for what's happening. Right. We're not saying go out and try to fix it. It's like go inside and fix it. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Change <laughs> within for sure. Yeah. Well, we got meta real quick there. <laughs> What's that? We got meta real quick there. Yeah. But back to your story. So with um, you, you, you started the microdose and, and you had, you had an experience with psychedelics and you kind of shifted gears and different businesses to get where you're at now. But now that you're here and you're doing it, 
like what's your what drives you now like what is it about um the psychedelic space for you cognitive liberty is a really big thing for me um i like to think i'm a rather independent thinker um i like to I, I try my damn best to not be absolute in thought and, and always be open to, you know, the fact that I'm wrong sometimes or I can see things differently. And, and uh, what, what really drives me at the end of the day is like w working or like being in a, in a state that can actually help benefit other people. I used to prior another piece of that, uh, you know, quit my job and start becoming an entrepreneur thing was, reframing my relationship with uh environmental causes and money um because i was very very like keyboard warriory when i was young you know going through college and that kind of thing and i was a staunch environmentalist which i you know i'm still a tree hugging hippie uh at heart but <laughs> one of the one of the realizations i had both around money and the environment was that i wasn't doing shit about it you know, like I was complaining about the big corporations and, you know, pollution and, and, and this and that. And so actually ethical image, um, a, a piece of that was planting 100 to 1,000 trees for every job we did so that, you know, instead of overthinking what everyone else was doing and why the world was going to shit because of, you know, the oligarchs and overlords, I was like, well, you know, if we, it's the same thing, like a, a lot of people say this when they've reached their you know accolades of success is you know if you're if you're going to scream at the table they're not hearing you but if you're going to sit at the table they are and that's kind of you know true both both from a capital perspective and i mean i'm not a rich guy by any means <laughs> any stretch of the imagination but you know your dollars are votes and money is just energy you know it's a it's a made up construct that we created lord knows how long ago it used to be gold and you know items and bartering and then we created you know currency and now we print a ridiculous amount of meaningless debt and that kind of thing and it's 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 a concept of the mind and in, in a sense i mean it is a real thing as far mm -hmm. as you know how many of them you have but Ultimately, it's 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 kind of like energy. It's the ability to exert your worldview uh, on reality, um, you know. And so, Elon Musk, he's he's had his you know fair share of controversies lately, but he's a good example of like you collect enough resources and you can you know create internet that can be accessible worldwide without you know the like the starlink is crazy it's yeah we got one of the paypal like spacex the the power walls with tesla the electric car you know x being his latest thing that's interesting the boring company like all those things cost money mm -hmm. uh and if you and if you really want to do something that you know, aligns with your belief systems and, and, and you think you can change the world, you need resources to do that. So um, I forget what the question was, but there's the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The question was about, um, <laughs> it was, <laughs> now it, we were talking about your story and how you got into, um, you know, into like what psychedelics means to you. 
and then um, how yeah. you know, needing to get resources to be able to fulfill you know your passion. Well, and I guess yeah, to to put a bow on that because you know I can get crazy trains of thought and they turn into locomotives and <laughs> tangents and sidebars are a specialty of mine, but. You know, ultimately that experience helped me reframe how I was operating in my life. And, you know, it put me on a path to, you know, I'm not the, I'm not, I don't want to be famous or influential or like, you know, filthy freaking rich. I, I, I want to be able to help other people see their lives, you know, themselves and others differently. And so Cognitive liberty is, is huge in that because every human should have the fundamental right to explore their consciousness, whether that be in a you know straight lay state or an altered state. I mean, life is an altered state, you know, and, and not have fear of prosecution or being put in jail or, you know, financial limitations, losing your job. You know, that, that kind of like the drug war, drugs are winning the war on drugs. And it's quite frankly, one of the <laughs> most damaging, chaotic policies that's ever been instituted. And I don't know, I just feel like a, a, a moral responsibility to yeah. do what I can, to, you know, really move this thing forward. Well, awesome. And you definitely are. And so how long has Microdose been around now? April 2020, we did our first event. Uh, it was right when, uh, you know, COVID was rampaging and the world was locking down. And, you know, we saw an opportunity to gather a lot of thought leaders that would just, quite frankly, have a lot of time on their hands and <laughs> be stuck inside and everyone would want to hang out on the internet. And it was just months of us, you know, crunching away at our computers, hammering, you know, everything we could at this and throwing throwing everything at the wall and seeing what stuck. And, you know, it turned out that was, that was our seed funding. And, uh, and we just operated on a virtual context for a year and a bit and raised, uh, raised an actual seed round in mid midway through 2021. And, you know, that helped us scale up our team, our audience and get into in-person events. And, you know, we're, uh, we've got an incredible team and, you know, hardworking, young, motivated, uh, entrepreneurially minded people that that all you know are mission aligned and and uh, I think we've we've built something pretty special in the last couple of years yeah I mean I know for me I just recently started going to events and I know from my personal experience that <coughs> events are amazing and you made them at an exact time that I think people needed them and it builds something very important and I think it's community right and especially since COVID, I think people are more detached from community than they've ever been. And we were already detached from the beginning, in my opinion, because I mean, if you, I, I spent a lot of time in the Navy going to third world countries and I see how close communities are in these more indigenous places. And I yeah. come back to America and it's the opposite. Like everyone's in their own cave, hidden away, poking their head out every now and again. And it's like, you know, these things to me are like really what what everyone really needs is to go to an event like the one you are putting on. You put all the work into creating this an amazing thing and gathering the community. I think I think everyone should go, <laughs> in my opinion. Like everyone would benefit.
Just from Listen the to this guy. He's right. <laughs> Come to Wonderland. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I really, I really mean that. I think community is really important, and um, and building those things out. But um, yeah. I mean, it's no surprise that the more estranged we get from our communities, and we have you know broken families, and divorce rates are skyrocketing, and suburbia is you know infesting the world like that undoubtedly got a direct impact on mental health worldwide and what i think special about these events too is i've been to events in the past right for work and stuff like that i couldn't wait to leave the event like i mean it was cool and all but it wasn't really my people right when i go to these events like i feel like they're family like i feel like like you said two relatives coming together like that's what it feels like to me when you go to an event with this type of people that you're putting on. If anyone listening to this is even listening to this podcast, that means that they would fit in. These are their people, right? And yeah. there's something special about that. You know what I mean? When when you Dude, totally. I mean, and that's like when when Connor and I were starting out with Ethical Image, uh, we would go to the Lifting Co events, and you know, that, that helped us enter the industry and build meaningful relationships. And I, you know, did a bunch of headshots for free for movers and shakers in the industry. And that, you know, helped me get a response over email and, you know, that builds and grows. And when you're, you know, when you're digging the trench and, 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 you know, trying to enter a space like this, like being of service is just absolutely without a doubt, one of the number one indicators of success. It's, you know, if you're, non-extractive and trying to add value at every you know interaction intersection not not looking for um you know super transactional relationships but harmonious relationships win-win or no deal how can i benefit you and work with you and you know it's the 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 favor bank you got to make withdrawals or deposits before you can make withdrawals yeah and i seen on your site you also offer things for people to like put on their own communities like in their local area right yeah microdose x yeah, exactly yeah. chapter led community events that's cool i mean that's so awesome i love i love everything you guys are doing where you're going with the company i think it's awesome um did i just hear you volunteer to be a microdose x chapter head <laughs> actually i was actually filling out the application let's go let's go I'm, I'm, i want to come to that event <laughs> No, I, I thought it was cool. No, I really do. Like this, when I think about the psychedelic space that I'm in, that, that's the type of thing that I really see as being one of the most important pieces. Like we can help people get mushrooms like we do with Curated Mushrooms, but building that community and stuff is really a critical piece that oh, 100%. is missing from so many of us right now. I also just noticed the mushrooms on your top shelf and they're <laughs> <Yeah>. killer, killer. <laughs> But um, now back to your events, though, like you've had some pretty big people come to your events, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we and so these events, yeah. um, I mean, some notable names from previous years, Mike Tyson, Lamar Odom, uh, <laughs> you know, NHL players, NFL players, uh, academics from Yale, NYU, Harvard, Johns Hopkins. Um, I mean, you know, 
cultural and industry leaders, Rick Doblin, Paul Stamets. Uh, I'm excited to be moderating a panel with uh, Leonard Picard this year, who's fondly referred to as the the acid king. And uh, the, the day I got an, an email from him at his Harvard address and like, He's kind of like looking around, like, is this a joke? <laughs> <Like>, what? <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and we've we've developed a friendship since then. And you know, it's like people like that that, that built the industry is it's just super cool to be able to communicate with them. Um, who else? I mean, the list goes on. We we had a keynote from a representative at the FDA last year. That was like super cool. I didn't think in my lifetime that would be a thing where the FDA is keynoting a psychedelics conference. What? <laughs> you know? That is yeah. interesting, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, and we got, you know, this year we got a couple, uh, oh, more than a couple, but, uh, uh, you know, on, on the longevity side, uh, specifically, um, David Asprey and Brian Johnson, you know, the guys, guys that are trying to live to forever uh i actually david back in, yeah back in uh back in college i was drinking butter bulletproof coffee because of that guy so now i'll be able to give him a high five and say thanks yeah that's so cool yeah. that's awesome um well shoot i mean is there i think uh so it's coming up quick right and then anyone listening to this podcast is there like any specials that I can offer them if they, you know, or whatever. I think you're working on something, right? I'll be able to get them a discount. I'll have uh, them. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So for, for your audience, uh, there's going to be a, you're going to have a, a 20% discount on any tier of tickets. And then um, actually chatted with the team earlier today. And, um, and I think we'll we'll try and do something special for like a weekend ticket or something like that. So stay tuned. Uh, sorry, I don't have the codes to say out loud right now, but they'll be in the show notes, I'm sure, and social media and email and all that. And yeah, yeah I really anyone, appreciate you, you know, bringing this forward to your community. Yeah, anyone that's interested in the discount, just email us at um, Oliver at CuredMushrooms.com, and we'll make sure that we get any discounts if you want to attend. Yeah, and if you're curious, to just you know check it out and learn more. I'm sure the website will be in the, in the description and all that, but wonderlandconference.com. Uh, we're on social at microdose HQ on all platforms. So, you know, just happy to sort of be, be connected on any digital platform. If you want to connect with me, I'm on LinkedIn, Patrick Mower. Awesome. Send, me a, send me a carrier pigeon, whatever works. Well, I know I'm excited. My, I got to actually right after this call, I'm going over to meet with um, the guys that are going with us. And so we're, we're getting excited and I've seen all the emails come in. So it's coming quick. So certainly we- is T minus three weeks. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rent to the finish. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. I know you're super busy, especially with the event right around the corner. So thanks for coming on and, sharing your time with us today. Um, any last words you'd like to leave us with um, before we close out? I don't know. That's always like, you know, what's the mic drop? What should I say? I don't know. The world's in a crazy, crazy place right now. So I would just say like, be kind, you know, you don't, you don't know what's going on in other people's worlds and we don't need more chaos. We need more creation. So 
you know, that's, that's it. Message of peace and love and whatever, being a good hippie. That's the best message of all right there. That's the, that's the thing that matters the most. So I think it's yeah. a good way to end it. In, uh, in the, one of my favorite rappers from, from a young age was wax. And he said, when push, when push comes to shove, I just wish that it was all love. And that's, that's true. Yeah. You know, I, I see everything in the movies and stuff. It's always killing people. Like you can't watch a movie without someone dying someone getting kidnapped, some horrible thing happening. It's like, it's almost like our brains are just, we got to be scared to death of everything, right? Because we are so programmed to be scared of everything. Like, everyone's going to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a book about that somewhere, if it bleeds and leads and all that, but just, yeah, that's manifestation too. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks so Thank much. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being here. And yeah. I can't wait to um, be out there in a couple of weeks. Likewise. We'll get a fresh one of these. All right, cool. And then we'll, high five, we'll, but, yeah. I'll end the recording now and we'll just jump back in the studio. Cool. All right. All right. So if you want to know how curative mushrooms is helping sad people to improve their mental health by growing happy mushrooms at home using an all-in-one simple growing system that doesn't require any complicated instructions or expensive equipment, then head over to curativemushrooms.com.